Things that should be lime green. Limes. Kermit the Frog. Jello. Envy. Mike and Ike. Kiwi. Granny Smith apples. Yoshi. That sticky icky. Things that shouldn't be lime green. Timberwolves logos. Welcome to episode Kevin Love of Wolves Cast, the show about his former team. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Scott. 42 episodes in. Pretty crazy. Wow, that's right. I thought... I hope you guys knew We must be doing more episodes than last season because uh, I think last season, our end of season episode was 21. And we're like, wow, it ended on the KG episode. Yeah, we're staying consistent. We're doing it. I can't wait for the Nemanja Bialica episode. (laughs) Give us another two years. We'll get to it. Who is the player who's like wearing 90 that we saw recently? We're like, uh, nobody J- else has I that know, number. Oh, I mean, Crowder and there's two Celtics who wear number 90s. Like yeah. 99 and like 96. Like yeah. uh, Amir Johnson, I think, has a, yeah. in the 90s as well. I love it. I think you know? Belly's the only 88. Yeah. It's yeah, gotta it's be. really weird. It's gotta be. I love it. Stay weird. Get weird, NBA. Welcome to Wolves Cast, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Another week of Timberwolves basketball to talk about. We out here chilling, hanging out, talking about wolves. Hoping you're listening to this on that one time, smart speed. Oh, yeah. Use that smart speed. I uh, So I listened to the Ringer, the Ringer, the Ringer yeah. NBA podcast mm-hmm, today, mm-hmm. and I started it not on that one time smart speed, and the, <laughs> the theme song sounded like crazy different. I was like, what? This isn't the like, theme. Because I'm so used to it, tempo. you know, popping off. I, <laughs> everything sounds better in one times, you know? Yeah, get on that Overcast app, you guys. We're talking about Smart Speed. It's a feature in our favorite podcast app, Overcast, that cuts out the breaks, cuts out the silences in your favorite podcast. We all know you have too many podcasts oh, yeah. to listen to, so you got to speed them up. Your cue is Cram packed. them all in. Don't let yourself think. Don't yeah. let yourself feel feelings. It's like looking at Twitter, where it's just <laughs> new thought, new thought, new thought, not enough time to dwell on any single thought, because when you do, you feel sad. That's right. Keep it going. Keep it Get moving. Get that adrenaline hit every 15 seconds. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the games that happened this week. Uh, we're going to get into the small details uh, that were revealed this week of the Timberwolves rebrand that is coming up. Uh, we have some injury news, and we're going to talk a little bit about the All-Star break. Um, we have a sponsor, and uh, we're going to review some Timberwolves food, some Target Center food. Uh, we did uh, got a chance to try that out uh, last week. Also, we have Weekly Wolfies and a game as usual. Neil. Yes. How are you doing? You, uh, you doing okay, Neil? Uh, I've had a busy week. It's been a crazy week. Very but busy week. This is this is one of my favorite parts of the week. Doing the show with you. We are recording on Wednesday night this week because yes. usually it's Thursday. We're, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even realize it. That's how busy his week's been. Uh, so uh, we have not watched the. Nuggets game? Yeah, we're but, recording this as the Nuggets game is happening. Um, so, yeah, the show's coming out a week early. And, yeah, that's the final game before the break. Man, Joe has just been so good. I can't, wait to, wait, I can't wait to watch that he re- game. He, uh, they named him as a replacement for Embiid today in the, um, Worthy. In the he's skills been, challenge. He's been every good as bit as Cat this, this season. He's so good. What, a, guy, what a fun guy to ba- build that team around. The problem is, is that... They have, like, know, Wilson Chandler out and, like, da- Daniil Gallery. Now he's out, and I don't even care. Jokic is going to carry it. Jokic is in the skills competition, but he is on record 
is saying that he is not one of these new age big men who shoots the three. He's got to hit a three to win that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to see his form from three because if he was a shooter in the games, he's, he's about to in this contest. Oh man, he's such a good passer. I, I think that should be more of a part of the skill. <laughs> yeah, he's got any of those passes. He's got, he's got the uh, three passes, right? You get the chest pass and the bounce, or just two. The chest pass. That and the bounce is pass. like that is a highlight reel. That's one of the most fun <laughs> highlight reels of the season to watch. Is uh, Jokic passing. He's already had two triple doubles this season. He had like 15 assists this week in so the game. A lot of fun to watch. Too good. Um, just a shame that one of the USA players couldn't get hurt. So maybe Chris Dunn oh. get some injury replacement love. That's right. Come I on. think like three or four inj- USA players would have to get hurt for that to happen, though. Chris Dunn's got to play better too. He's he's yeah. he's not it's, been good. It's been it's been a tough it's week. Been, for been tough sledding for yeah. for good old KD Dunn. Um, okay, but Ricky's been playing so good. You know, it's, it's been good. It's been fine. It's, they it haven't needed his service. They haven't needed Dunn's services necessarily. Ricky yeah. playing big minutes and stuff. Neil, is Ricky going to be here after the trade deadline? We're oh. not going to talk to each other until. Yeah, we, this might be the last time we talk Some about. Some people Rick. ask me about this. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's getting to that. It's that point of the season where it's like, is it Melo's last game at Madison Square Garden? Right. You no, know, all that stuff. Last game times for some of these. Some of these cats. Is he going to be in this jersey? Again? Yeah. <laughs> Watch Melo take the jersey off as he walks down the tunnel in Madison Square Garden after yeah. a loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think Ricky will stay with the team, though. I think we're both yeah. on record of saying like. There's no teams that need him for this like playoff stretch, and yeah. so like when you don't need him, you don't do it in midseason trade. You just do it in the offseason. And like know? we're just talking about Dunn, it's one thing if Dunn was you know one of the best rookies out there, he's killing it, really showing his his, his stripes, but he's not. I don't know what Chris Dunn is going to be, and he might not be a point guard. That's the new thing, right? Is everyone talking about how he might be Tony Allen, which is great. It'd be great if he was Tony Allen, but I, uh, that's kind of it's not what we think he's going to be. I was talking with a person at work about Ricky Rubio and mm-hmm. Chris Dunn stuff. And he was saying with Dunn, he saw like maybe his basement would be like Tony Allen, where he's just really good for wing defense and not much else. I mean, first team all defense. That's, well, to be fair, if that's you get a pretty a, good basement. <laughs> yeah, that's a great that, basement, that's a great basement <laughs> yeah. because Tony Allen is not a great defender. He's an elite defender. Yeah, he's right. one of the best of a decade of defenders. Yeah, and so yeah. like if Dunn could get to that level, and to be fair, that's the one thing that he's really excelled at. He, I oh, don't see why he amazing. can't. Yeah. Um, then all the other stuff works out. Um, but it does make him more one-dimensional necessarily. But he said like the top-end version of uh, Dunn he saw was like uh, John Wall in mm. the sense that Wall's never been like awesome with his shooting, but he's got good handles and he's pretty yeah. fast and he's athletic, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it's taken Wall. I mean, he's now kind of, kind of coming around in the shooting and the offense years. a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, so yeah, maybe that's the track that Dunn can be on. I think the question is like what would – What's going to happen faster? Ricky getting like a confidence in his shot and being coming a good shooter, or Chris Dunn becoming like an average point guard in the league? Yeah, distributor. Like, what's going to take more years? What's going to take more seasons? Oh, we'll see. Feels like the Ricky shooting one's closer. Let's talk a little bit about the games this week, Scott. You attended the game on Friday last week, Big Ten um, night against uh, against uh, New, or- New Orleans Pelicans. I got. Last I, I showed up. I saw. I bought tickets through the Big Ten night that yeah. the Bulls are doing. Yeah, Northwestern, Northwestern alumni. And uh, they lost tonight mm. against this Maryland, but we're going to get in that dance. Yeah, <laughs> Northwestern making making Sh- news. I saw the ESPN thing about them, and yeah, everyone's everyone's hoping we beat this Wisconsin. We beat ranked year. number seven Wisconsin the past week. Just get in that tournament. We just need two more Big Ten wins. We're going to get them. What if they get in one of those like play in games? 
Uh, that like, that playing game the would first be four. I just saw the, the Wisconsin the Wisconsin Northwestern game was the third highest rated game ever on Big Ten Network. So people want to see Northwestern fans are thirsty. People you know, we want cats. it. So okay, uh, so you went to the game now. I, um, uh, beforehand, I went over to the Mayo Clinic Square. Oh and yeah, I yeah, saw that? probably the that? room that you saw when you yeah. went in because I got to see the the championship. Or, I mean, the Lynx championship called? trophies. There's something experience. Yeah, room it's, it's something experience. It's room. on the Skyway level. Right. And there's like trophies and stuff in there. Yeah, it was fun. It's this cool little space to hang and have this little you know networking it was mostly just like people grouping up by schools though yeah there's only like five or six northwestern kids shouts to them <laughs> gave out a few tom Thibodeau. oh pins. i see so it was different big 10 schools all up in there right yeah. okay cool and kind of self-segregating yeah that, that but i guess i met so, so there's a wisconsin per se with us so, okay. you know that, okay uh, that's good definitely underestimated the demand for beer it's like <laughs> come on guys they only had wine left when i got there and it's oh, just like you didn't oh, think oh. You, you could invite all these wisconsin grads and, and not have a beer shortage come yeah on. Big Ten night. Okay, uh, so but in, anyways, you uh, had fun though. Had fun. Crunch's birthday. Crunch's birthday. All the mascots in the house. I saw pictures of all the crazy mascots. Yeah, the weird one this year was the Jack Link's beef jerky Sasquatch. <laughs> it's like an official sponsor. Yeah, the wolves. Yeah. And then we had the Minnesota ones. TC yep. the bear for the twins. Yep. Victor the Viking. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldie. Goldie. Uh, yeah. Prowl, of course. Prowl. Links. And then the loon from the soccer team. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know his name. United. Yeah, I don't know his name either. I tweeted out that he was the Minnesota Lottery Loon first because I thought yeah. that's what he was. I think of all of the Twin Cities mascots, though, Crunch is like hands down the best. So active, yeah. so animated. I think the only one who comes close is like Goldie. He's got, he's got, he's distinctive. What was the best mascot bit that night? Did they do like a dance thing, or what? I mean, did they do the mini or the inflatable mascots? Yeah, of dancing? course. Yep, the inflatable mascots. It's always the best. <laughs> did they all dunk? Did any other mascots um, like dunk? Yep, several of them did. Uh, Saw Chuck the Condor for the first time, the Clippers mascot. <laughs> the newest um, mascot. The newest mascot. One of the few highlights, really, because we got the B, the B unit. We didn't have Rumble. We didn't have any stars mm. like the Raptor or Clutch yeah. the Teddy Bear. Yeah, no no Benny the Bull. Yeah, it was like Jazz Bear. No, Benny was there. Oh. Benny's always there. I didn't there. see that. And Benny oh. entertains. Nice. And Benny's got air inflatable Bennies that he can dance around in. Love Benny. Love Benny. One of the best. Um, so in the game, it was a disappointing game. The, the Pelicans didn't play all their people, but Anthony Davis... Just Yow. murdered us. Yeah, had forty two points and thirteen rebounds. The cat AD matchup was great. I Fun think, to watch. Oh Always yeah, fun. and like I said before, these Kentucky big men go at each other to an extent that like I feel like they must have like a championship belt that gets passed around <laughs> to whoever owns the other Behind one. Behind the scenes, like there's some kind of like Calipari like only like sends one of them a Christmas card, you know, if the like the best one because there's some kind Plan of thing. for daddy's love. Yeah, like the cat, like the Kentucky big men really go at each other. Demarcus does it. Towns does it, and uh, AD had just went off and wham. It's frustrating Crazy. game. It's frustrating game to watch on from the Wolf side, but yeah. because we didn't play very well. But yeah. Anthony and they Davis. were missing their guys too. Whew. What That's a player! Incredible. All the mid-range Jays just wet. I think I think AD heard everyone saying like, "We'd rather have Towns than Anthony Davis yeah. on our team oh, last yeah. offseason." Oh, yeah, he's burning it. it inside of him. I'd still um, rather have Townsend AD. Before we move on to the next game, Injuries. did you get to shoot free throws on the court after the game? Uh, that was an opportunity through the Big Ten night, and yes. I did not because oh. the line was like... Oh. It was like, line up. <laughs> you have to line up after the game in Section 109, and by the time I got over there, the line was already like half the arena around oh basically it went from like you to know shoot one yeah to shoot one. <laughs> and so and, like, it was a bunch of kids and stuff, and I was yeah. just like, you know, I could shoot this one. An hour from now, yeah. or I can get this free ride home from Polam, who was at the game, and I was just like, I'm gonna go with Polam. I see, you know? I see, because you were hoping to shoot the free throws, and I was hoping to hear that you didn't airball it, but yep. so you didn't even shoot it. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, the easiest way to never fail, Neil. Never try. All right, Sunday night, uh, the Bulls came to town, and uh, the Wolves uh, 
picked up a win. They needed that win. Uh, they won one big, 117 to wait, 89. Wait. What a beat down. I'm going to stop you there, Neil. Yeah. He had some fake news right Uh-oh. there. Some I'm sorry. Facts. I'm sorry. What did not, I say? Not Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. 2.30. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> benefited from that, my 2:30 friend. 2.30 tip <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, Butler and Wade didn't play. Uh, neither did, was it Taj who didn't play? Or was, uh, Miritich. You know, Miritich, yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, we just, you know, beat the brakes off him. Yeah, that well, it was it was an end-to-end uh, wire all just the way down. Yes, beat down all the way. And, hey, that early start helped with the helped with the sellout. The Wolves had their first sellout of the season. That's right. That early you start. Bring the kids. Bring the, you bring the kids. And so... Uh, Surprised that wasn't Crunch's birthday. I hate, I hate Sunday afternoon games. I hate... Players just do, too. I feel like uh, the players are... You're watching always, like, a warm-up version of the NBA game. You feel like they're only going at, like, 80 yeah. 90%. It's always a weird vibe. But uh, I can see why the league does it. Get all the kids in there and get that sellout crowd. Family um, night, family afternoon. Yeah, you're right. We needed a win like night. this. We've had kind of a losing streak lately. Yeah, you know? yeah, and especially because in the New Orleans New Orleans game, they sat a lot of their players or a lot of their guys were out too, and we still lost. So right. good to, to uh, get the win against Chicago when they were missing Man, their guys. It was tough to see Heald running around the court with Dunn just as glued Ooh, to the bench. You know, and Heald. like we could have had Buddy. Yeah. Uh, in the Bulls game, that I thought it was interesting that both teams wore their road jerseys. I never got an explanation why. Um, uh, red versus blue. Red versus blue. My <laughs> best guess is my best guess is that the kids were there, so they wanted to be colorful. <laughs> sure, you know? sure. Why not? Or, it's, it's as good as anything. Yeah. Um, it looked fun though. I actually did like the blue on the red. You know. Yeah. One of the few times I like seeing the blue jersey. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Maybe we should wear the blue jersey more often. Maybe we should wear it against the Cavs. Blue. You know, home blue. Yeah, especially while we're winning. You know. <laughs> Yeah, um, and like you mentioned, yeah, Cavs, Tuesday night, Valentine's. Second sellout. Valentine's, back-to-back sellouts. Back-to-back sellouts, LeBron. No Kevin Love, unfortunately. Well, yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, fans want to see K-Love. Has he ever played back here yet? I think he's injured last time. I think the first time around he did. Okay. Yeah, So and then last last season I think was his second time, and I don't think he played last time either. Right. So, yeah, one of three, <laughs> one of the three games he's, he's come back to play. But uh, I'd wear my Love jersey if I went to that game. Oh, yeah. You know? Good times. It's the Kevin Love episode right now. <laughs> I've I've been to so I've I've been privileged Neil in my life. Ooh. I've seen LeBron play in person several times. And may treat. may I say please try to see it when you can. I know Go those games it. are expensive and whatnot, but uh, I know that the fans who came, even though we we got we got beat, they yeah. got to see like a good game. Though. Good they got to see a great LeBron performance. Ooh. They got their money's worth. Put the you team know? on his back, man. He's gonna have to for the next no six can, weeks. With no love one can out. stop him. There's so many what I call freight train moments where. You, you like Towns would turn around and see LeBron coming down, and Towns would nope. just step out of the way. Nope, like, nope, nope. Yeah. Don't like that. Yeah, no one was, <laughs> no one was challenging LeBron. Yeah. So uh, you know, it makes sense. You can't put a hand on LeBron; he's going to get that call anyways. But man, was he scary? Yeah, it was a pretty good game. Wolves unfortunately gave up forty three points in the second quarter. That was rough. Mm, <laughs> that was, yeah. I think, the most they've given up in a quarter this season. Uh, but uh, Wiggins had forty one. Yeah, wow, it was huge. His third 40-point game of this season. Andrew Wiggins. Shouts to Drew Wiggs, man. Shouts to you, right, Drew. Finally listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wiggins, you know, shows up for the Cavs games like he shows up for Toronto games and just makes you wonder if he showed up like that every night, you yeah. know? Like, if he could light that fire. At least we know what's in there. Like, at least Jordan lit that fire against everyone he played, you yeah. know? Yeah. I think you have to be, like, it's, it's to ask for a very mentally unhealthy place for your players to be in to get that kind of competitiveness, you know? Yeah. Where they have to, uh, like, just being angry at the world, perceiving everything as a slight against them, <laughs> feel insulted when it's really not, you know, that's the kind of fire you need to like, kind of like Draymond Green does, you know? And, yeah. So Wiggins is just too chill for that. But, uh, you know. You should find some way to, to tick him off. 
find some way to make him feel like he needs to show show us something. Right, exactly. Every other team Every in the league night. needs to do something mean to Wiggins so he has a grudge against them all. I mean, the problem is going into next season, he's going to get that max extension. Yeah. Not, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's not like uh, you know he's going to show show the front office he's actually worth it. No, he's going to get it. So yeah, that's that's an interesting thing to look forward look for. You know, going forward in his career is will he ever develop that sort of you know obviously he's not going to score forty against every team in the league, but you're right, he does tend to have nights where against certain teams, like you said, Toronto, Cleveland, especially. Where he just turns it up a notch. It's it, just crazy, like seeing him try on defense like yeah. he was all game. Yeah. Just like you see it sometimes with Wiggs, but man, to see him like really get after it on defense is just like a wake up call to what we what we're missing, like what we should be seeing out of him. It's tough when your best player you feel like he's could give more effort, you know. Hopefully Thibodeau's the guy to, best player. to pull that out of him. You yeah, know? hopefully Thibodeau's the guy. Got to figure that out. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, you can't feel bad. You can't yeah. feel bad about that loss. I mean, yeah. the best player Champs. in the world came. Champs, yeah. You got to watch the best player in the world being the best player in the world, you know, just flexing all over us. Yeah. And, uh, and they were in it for almost the whole thing. I mean, I yeah. taught Bolum the term Derricking the free throw. Oh, Derricking one of two. One of two. And true to form, Derrick every time he went to the line, one of two, one of two. T Will. That's great. It's so predictable. Uh, crazy haircut, man. <laughs> It's good to see him still flowing around the league. Yeah, getting his moments, but, Is he on a 10-day right now? Uh, yeah, he's okay. on a 10-day. Okay. So. Yeah, maybe he'll I don't around. know why he would be the answer for the Cavs, though. No. <laughs> they need someone like... They should sign Mario Chalmers. They just yeah. need someone to dribble the ball around. You know? Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they can get Lance Stevenson later in the year. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Coming up, yeah. Preview. <laughs> okay. Um, big news of the week. The, 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 the news is that lit Twitter on fire. <laughs> That's right. That's our transition. That's our howl transition. <laughs> transition from the games to the headlines. Um, but yes, news this week um, about uh, we got some more details on the upcoming Timberwolves logo uh, jersey rebrand. We've been waiting for a long time. We've talked about it a lot on this show. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. For years and years and years before Very, this show. Yeah. Back on the last show, you know? <laughs> Just it's been a constant conversation forever. Yeah, everyone's excited about the new logo and the new jerseys. What's it going to be? What are they going to look like? Many people have have uh, submitted their own. We had the big uh, T Wolves rebrand like Twitter account with the awesome like really cool like ad agency style like yeah. refresh. So people are excited about this. And this week, season ticket memberships um, renewals renewals those packages that you get if you are a member for this season. They want you to re-up, so they send you some cool swag and your opportunities and what, what kind of stuff you can get. And they're, they unveiled the colors, the colors for um, the rebrand. And, um, Scott, uh, it turns out the Timberwolves fan base does not like lime green. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> they, uh, Twitter blew up. They blew up. I didn't see I anybody was, I was who was a part of that blowing up. Who you know? is, I don't know anybody who was happy about this lime green. Yeah. I mean, I saw some people incorrectly and poo-poo-headedly defend green coming back you know they yeah. they were fine with green coming back i'm not i think people want I've been green. anti-green people want green but they do not want this kind of green <laughs> this is the wrong green i'm just i'm sick of blue and green i'm sick of seeing it they don't go that well together and it's not like they're complementary colors or anything mm. blue and purple Bring back that blue and purple. Not bring it back. Make it happen for the first time. You get that little Prince tribute. I put some images up on our T-Wolves account. Go check it out at Wolves Tweet them out again. Yep. And just like, they weren't my designs, obviously. I just mashed up some images and with some colors. You showed a good way that the Wolves could do purple and blue. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's a hard scheme to pull off. I think those colors are too close together. But you showed, you showed a good way that it could work. Exactly. 
Especially my, with the white. The shoes I hoop in, purple and with blue. With the white on those. I like that, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's going to be um, a lime green in the color. I think... Um, I think people are very upset, uh, rightfully so, with this lime green thing. But also, I think it is a little premature. Uh, we have seen. Well, the this colors. is all super premature. We don't even know like how, <laughs> what you know, how big the lime green will be. But it's all we have. It's all we have. So of course, this is all we've got in years. You know, this is like this is like finding out like oh, this guy who lives in Iceland saw this yeah. Game of Thrones character. You know, like breaking down. Like we're just we're just starved for breadcrumbs. You know. Yes. And so Anything of course we we're going to go overboard with this, and already we have. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about it for another ten minutes. Oh, um, no, no, I, I think it's important though. It's it's. It's, it's something new. It's something that lots of fans want to see. They want to see the team get it right. Milwaukee's had a great rebrand um, in the last couple of years. Then um, Brooklyn, when they um, switched to the, you know, to, over to, uh, from New Jersey to Brooklyn, that people like that. Um, you know, the, uh, there's some new jazz jerseys that uh, this year that I just really love. And, you know, people want to see the Wolves have some dope unis. And Here's some, some dope, things I'm some concerned about. Yeah. Um, I'm concerned about the gray becoming like the third biggest color. It's like navy blue, lime green, and gray, mm-hmm. which is also very seahawks um colors Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. and i hate that just because i think gray is like it ends up filling up a lot of space that i want to be white you know and it's just like uh, we'll see if how much is incorporated i'm guessing it'll be incorporated similarly to the atlanta hawks with their highlighter yellow yeah um which you know yeah what you what you have to hope for i guess if you don't like the lime green most people don't like it is that it is simply just an accent and it is used very very minimally and um you know it's not uh, you know I, I would be shocked if there was a green jersey uh you know i think it'll be a blue jersey a dark blue jersey and you know white jersey for home obviously and a little bit of accent and also i think what we have to hope for is that you know just these images these photos of of pictures of of the season ticket renewal packages you know might not might not really show exactly it's it, it's hard to tell what these colors are we're gonna have to wait to see this spring in person what these what this these colors look like what they look like together how they mesh we'll see you know i'm why still don't excited. You purify yourself in the waters of lake minnetonka <laughs> that's what the green needs to do let's purify itself uh Hey, if you like purple, so you should be a, you should be a Vikings fan, Scott. No, <laughs> they got the purple. They did it. Listen, I would. They be, did your thing. I would be down to have green. I would. I would give up not having purple in the color scheme if we could have the Paisley Prince alternate <laughs> jersey. What a great tribute to Prince. Dope jersey. So cool. Fits with the city. I feel like. Yeah. Come on. At least give me that. Paisley. At least give me that. Paisley print. It, it would make headlines. Yeah, exactly. Headlines and I mocked one up. I put it on Twitter. It looks pretty good. I, most people like it, you know? Yeah, so, the Paisley print would be cool. At least give me that. Um, I think what's more important, though, is, you know, not the color scheme, even though it got the big attention, yeah. is uh, New Jersey's new logo coming this spring. Huge. So we yeah. don't have to wait that one. Yeah, all, which is cool. Soon. If you get them, if you sign up for Wolves membership, apparently you're going to see them early. Right. So there you go. And I think the logo and the uniforms matter a lot more than the color scheme um, because we saw when the Wolves, you know, last redid their rebrand, they had green in it, and they slowly phased out the green for years, and <laughs> yeah. then there for the last five or six years, no green, you know, and yeah. so you know. That's what I'm saying. Like even if the color scheme's not right, if the logo's cool, the uniforms are neat. Then maybe we can get away from the green over time. There's still hope, still hope. But yes, let's let's not let's not. I think uh, yeah. I've never been so blind, uh, jealous of colorblind people because they don't <laughs> see green. You know, they don't see red and green. That's right. Um, okay. And also having blue and purple would be tough for them because they would look like the same shade. It'd just be kind of a purpley blue. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Let's talk about some injury news. Um, there's a number of injuries happening. 
with the Wolves oh! right now. Ouch. Yes. Um, Zach Levine, successful surgery. Successful. They're never unsuccessful. I've never seen a surgery. Yeah. Only in sports do I hear this. The surgery was successful. And it's like, can it, can it fail? You know, like we've never heard like the surgery was unsuccessful. Zach's yeah. dead, you know? like Yeah, they lost his knee. It's gone. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that would be like. Um, but we haven't really gotten any detail at all. Like we were talking last week. Uh, they wouldn't know how complicated it was until they got in there, and we haven't heard any kind of details about that. Whether yeah, the timetable, no, no new timetable. Whether yeah. it was like, oh, it's better than expected or worse yeah. than expected. We don't know. So yeah. we just know it was successful, which apparently means he still has both legs that attached. Means, that means Zach woke up. Right. <laughs> Zach woke up. He got out of that anesthesia. He didn't wake up on the operating table. A lot <laughs> of things went right. Yeah, a lot of things went right for him there. Um, same guy who did Kobe's uh, oh, yeah. surgery. Tom so. Brady, is that right? Yeah. yeah some other big names. All, all the hits. Yeah. Well, uh, I bet that guy. The thing is, I looked up, I was like, what was Kobe like after surgery? Not good. But he's really old, so it's not even close to the same thing. He was, like, super old already. Um, Also in injury news, Adrian Payne, he is out with a blood condition. He's got low platelet count. Sounds scary, but apparently it's not too crazy uh you know it didn't see it didn't seem like uh it's hard to know if like if, if this isn't made a bigger deal have we seen adrian Payne in a wolves jersey for the last time last time at target center for adrian Payne. um so hopefully not but uh, we, yeah i mean what we got 30 games left yeah it's not like he was playing anyways we're not going to have him next year um we declined his option so yeah I hope, uh, adrian, adrian Payne. hey maybe he'll be playing for the iowa energy next yeah, year there you we know go. Get playing for us, get him right back in, you know, get that D-League status going. Yeah. That'll be nice to have. The G-League, I'm sorry. The oh, G-League. That's so corny. Nah, I love it. Come I love on. it. I love it. It's good for Gorgie Jang. One, it's good for the league. <laughs> it's good for, yeah, it's good for Gorgie. Great point. <laughs> Gorgie Jang. G-9. That's right. The G-League. G-9. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, Gorgie's got to be psyched. Um... I'm happy. Just, for, I'm happy for the D League because one, that puts money for the D League. It makes like if you're if you're like a fan in a D League city and you really want to be supportive of your local D League team, like I feel like this is a cooler branding than the NBA had going previously for the D League. Yeah, totally. and you know what? Uh, they pointed out on that. Yes, this is where that Rainer podcast. The logo. Oh. The Rainer podcast I was listening to. They asked. They were talking about it and they said yeah. the D League sounds like something you don't want to be in. It's like it's like the D grade. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, D it's always an grade. insult. The G League, though, just sounds awesome. UG. Yo, yo, G in the G League, you know? I, I'm rolling over here with 50 Cent wearing G Unit. From the G League! Yeah, so it's a way to make it fun and not embarrassing. It doesn't feel like you're getting downgraded, the D League. G League Gatorade. G League. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I like it. Yeah, um, and it's fine. It's not so bad. Like, there's a lot worse ways it, it can go and probably will go in the future, but for now, yeah. it's, it's not like the Under Armour League or something like that, yeah, which it'll eventually the Powerade League yeah. and stuff. It'll get way cornier before it gets less, so just prepare yourselves and enjoy the ride, you know? What's this one do? <laughs> oh, that's the one I was looking for earlier. Finally, in injury news, uh, Lance Stevenson turned his ankle um, on Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, he's hurt. He has a grade a grade two ankle sprain, which is worse than a grade one ankle sprain. Yeah, apparently a grade two ankle sprain usually takes three to four weeks to rehab. Dang, that sucks. And hey, I know we've it. We've all been there. I know it. We've all been there. I, my fo- I'm still having trouble getting in the gym. My I feel fo- like we've probably my foot only was had hurting real one. bad this week. Well, I, I think we only the had the grade one. The grade one takes us uh, weeks and weeks and weeks. Right? To get yeah. Back yeah. From. No, mine's very grade one. Did you see uh, sna- he, <laughs> the picture? Yeah, the picture. Oh. He Snapchatted Gross. it after it's the like game. Black. Uh, it was really bad. So I feel bad for him. He knew right away when it happened. That was so bad. so he's out for weeks probably. And his ten day contract ends uh, by the time you've listened to I this. Mean, it's ending tonight after the recording. So I was on predict it last week. 
saying he's going to get a, a you know a, an extension. He would you know sign a, a deal for the rest of the season. That doesn't look likely. It was already going to be hard for him to get in there a ten day with this weird timing with the All Star break. I don't know. I mean, unless he can I think recover he, faster. I think he than, would be on the team if it wasn't for the injury. And it's just well. like it's just like uh, what happened with the Pelicans. He played six games with the Pelicans, sprained his groin, and they dropped him for uh, the roster spot. Poor guy. And so, yeah, um, some of it might be that he's not in game shape and he was playing lots of minutes. Um, he said, like, he I need to get NBA back. Game, yeah, he's like, yeah. I need to get back in game shape. And he was out there. And so maybe that's what gets you hurt. Um, it's, it's too bad. He was, I thought he was a really good fit with Zach gone. He, yeah. he could come out. And play the three and let Wiggins play the two, or he could play the three while Shabazz plays the two. We even saw some mm-hmm. fun lineups with, uh, you know, Shabazz, Wiggins, and Lance all on the floor at the same time. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I thought that he was working well with the team. So it's sad to see him go down, but I wouldn't anticipate seeing him in the Wolves jersey again this season. Yeah, maybe another team will pick him up for a 10 day at the end of the year. Probably not the Wolves. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. uh, let's talk Anything about- is possible. Anything possible! Okay, All Star break right around the corner. Next, uh, or uh, it's this weekend. Yes. Wow, yeah, it's this weekend. You're probably listening to this, and the All Star break is happening, and uh, the festivities are going on in New Orleans, Carl Anthony Towns. Kind of a dull uh, All Star break compared yeah, to the last cat, like just several. Cat, just we, cat going out. Yeah, we went from like having years of Kevin Love participating in the game, then at least he leaves. We got Levine and Wiggins doing the rookie sophomore game. Levine doing the slam dunk contest the last two years. Yep. There's a cat the skills the competition. Skills, yep. And so there's always a lot of fun every night, it felt like, with All-Star Weekend. And now we just have the, the rookie sophomore game. It's kind of nice, though, in a way. It's like the Wolves are evolving out of like the super young, the like, novelty. this is the best part of our season yeah. like, kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. It's fun to see Zach Dunk and have guys in the Rising Stars game. But it kind of also means you're probably a bad team. <laughs> so hopefully we can evolve out of this uh, you know, Rising Stars and this being the only thing for the Wolves. Participation trophy. Yeah. Um, Tom Thibodeau. Has uh, he's on the record saying he's going to see movies during the All Star break? That is got to catch up on all those Oscar films. That's surprising. I've he's got seen, game tape to watch. I've only seen like one of the best film, best picture <laughs> contenders. So it's I need, until like I need March, to get in. right? You got no, weeks. it's February twenty sixth. Oh shoot! It's at the end of this month. A couple weeks. Yeah, you got to start cramming movies if you're going to fit them all in. Got to go see La La Land because Chris worked on it. Mm. Shouts to Chris. Um, Towns, Rising Stars, Dunn could not get an invite. We, like we said earlier, maybe many Americans will need to be hurt before Dunn can get good. on that team. Yeah. Um, I'm sad Embiid won't be in there, um, but it's still like the show of young, talented big mans. It's Chris Stapps versus Towns. It's Jokic versus, you know, uh, other big man, American. Cat. Cat. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's going to be fun. I have, don't have the roster, so we're not going to do a predict on who's going to win, but... Probably Team Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, anything else, Scott? Or should we keep this thing moving? Only nine home games after the All-Star break. It's not very much. Get your tickets to go see the Wolves if you want to see them in person. They have, we'll uh, be going to a few. Yeah, we'll be there hanging out, We're chilling. We're going to go see the Mavs. We're going to go see the Blazers. It'll be fun. There's only nine more. Go, go see them because then it's going to be a long summer. You're not oh, going to be able to see the Wolves summer. until November. Mm. So go check Don't them out even if, you're, even if they're you know kind of bad. Um, okay, uh, time for sponsor. Our sponsor tonight is the world-famous Dolph Lockwood's half Price Sports Exorcisms.com. Do you see physical manifestations of your favorite sports franchise's worst moments from their sorry history, like the late Haley Joe Osmond saw dead people in the M. Night Shyamalan's fifth best movie, The Sixth Sense? Dolph Lockwood has a solution for you. 
As the premier for-profit sports-related exorcism in the Western Hemisphere, at Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcism.com, the only thing more supernatural than your ghastly phantoms of haunting regret is the scary low prices. Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcism.com offers a range of non-secular, cross-denominational services that can ease the cosmic historical burden created by traumas like racist mascots or owners, career-altering injuries to budding superstars, historic regular or postseason losing streaks, and so much more. As the North American industry-leading poltergeist purging practitioner, Dolph Lockwood's HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com's track record speaks for itself. Within the past 24 months, woebegotten franchises like the Golden State Warriors, Kansas City Royals, Seattle Seahawks, Chicago Cubs, Cleveland Cavaliers have summoned the peak of success with the help of Dolph's nation best business. Visit Dolph Lockwood HalfPriceSportsExorcisms.com.tumblr.com and use discount code WolvesCast to get a two-for-one special on your first incorporal being extermination. Discover today what Western Dakota County's most successful, most successful <laughs> Discover today what Western Dakota County's most successful sports spectator slaying service can do for you. We want to thank Dolph Lockwood's Half Price Sports Exorcisms for their support of Wolves Cast. I'm going to be shopping there to get uh, some Levine uh, exorcisms going. <laughs> we need you out of here. You know? We need them now. Come on, man. Come on over. <laughs> use that promo code. All right. Time to review some Target Center food. Welcome to tonight's game featuring your Minnesota Timberwolves versus the bad guys. But first, it's time for Target Center Food Review. You always remind me of Hawk Harrelson, the bad guys. The bad guys. The White Sox announcer. They're giving away a alarm clock with him, his voice, as a promotional <laughs> item this year. That's Wait, funny. What's well, he going to say? We'll have to do about, probably like, get out, stretch. You can put it on the board. Yes. That's uh, the Hawk Harrelson. <laughs> Those are his. Those are his hits. Yeah, and uh, yeah, stretch. And also, uh, it's you know, White Sox one, bad guys five. I love that. Um, we'll have to do a promotional bit once we get more baseball ones. Baseball does better promotional items than hoops. Time to review food. We um, attended a game last week and had a new food item. Toronto Raptors. Yeah, yeah, it was a Raptors game uh, last week. Um, but yes, the New York strip steak sandwich is what we chose this week. There's not a ton of brand new items this uh, year at Target Center. So, um, you know, we're taking our time yep. working through all the oh, new... Oh, we're going to hit them. Oh, we're going to get them. <laughs> if you're listening, I want to review that Philly bread bowl. Philly cheesesteak bread bowl. <laughs> Philly steak It's in one of the special sections, though, so I have to keep lobbying uh, the powers that be. Okay. We're going to we're going to tag, tag you know Target Center food reviews or yeah, Target Center eats Target Center eats in this yeah. and maybe they'll uh, you know hook your boy up. Okay, we really liked the New York strip steak sandwich. Um, it's kind of expensive, sixteen dollars. That's probably the highest priced item uh, that you can get in the concourse. Definitely <laughs> the highest price we bought one. Yeah, I mean maybe like the triple burger. Obviously right. they have the I mean, make the quadruple. Yeah, yeah. Stack, eventually stack, you can stack. put enough beef patties on there that it'll yeah. cost more. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sixteen dollars. But uh, yeah, it's it, I mean, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of a piece of steak on there, steak meat, very very good. Um, and you get a whole bunch of fries. It's served in the bucket that you see with the burgers and stuff. You know that bucket. Sandwich. You know that bucket. It's full of fries. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> um, um, what did you think of the sandwich, Scott? Did you did you uh, did you enjoy it as well? 
I did. I think it's definitely the best meat you can get in the Target Center. It's a it's, it's solid steak. It's a good steak. You know, if they just sold it as steak instead of a steak sandwich, I think people would be like, yeah, $16 is right. You it's know what cutlery. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, it's a good piece of meat. And that is saying something, especially at a sports arena. You know? Yeah. You well, especially you at Target Center. There's a lot of good meat there. at baseball games, but... That's right. Target Field's got, uh, you know, they, they got some... Butcher and the Boar. Butcher and the Boar is where, really where it's at. The rib tips mm-hmm. over there. I and mean, so you got the brats at the Target Center, but it's not the same. Not the same. But yes, the, the steak sandwich, um, is it is it ciabatta? I think ciabatta is how you say it. Ciabatta roll. Yeah, that's a nice bread. I like ciabatta that. Ciabatta roll. I like that bread. Very nice bread, but that's kind of the main downside to this sandwich, actually. It's very good bread. Mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. Um, you know, it, it does a good job holding up all that meat. But there's, at the end of the day, way too much of this bread. Yeah. You almost need an open face sandwich because you're getting a lot of bread uh, compared to the meat. The ratio. The bundle of meat ratio. A little <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it did feel like you're eating bun and steak. That's why I said, take it out. Take it out the bun. Just take it. Yeah. Use that cutlery. Um, so, as always, this is always our review for every sandwich is that the innards are good, but the bun could step its game up. Yeah. Um, the onions are a big help. Yep. You get some onions right on top of there. They're very juicy. You and know, they, 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 they're almost like they're almost like a condiment. I mean, oh, they yeah. are a condiment. That's all the condiments you need, though. Like, yeah. This is how, you know, you know you have a good steak. You don't you need don't, the steak sauce. Don't need to put ketchup on it. Yeah, you no know? A1. So, uh, you know, I'd say $16 is a lot to spend. But if you're, uh, you know, maybe going to one game or you just don't want to eat crap. You want to eat something real, something something delicious. Yeah, splurge on the premium NY uh, strip steak sandwich. They got to come up with something besides. You know what they got to do is just rebrand this and, oh. and have it come outside of the bun and steak. And then instead of these uh, kind of bland French fries, you know. Yeah, French fries, nothing right at home about them. They justify the price more than anything else. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That, okay. Mashed potatoes and steak. $16? Okay. Yeah, easy. Now, yeah. okay. Yeah. Not, that's like a that, beer and a half. <laughs> I mean, steak and mashed potatoes, that's, I mean, I guess some people, I guess you can see it, you can see fries even at like a nice place. Like, give me some fries with that steak, you know? Like, yeah, that's a thing. Sure. But I think any potato goes well with the steak. For but steak yes, fries. I like, I like the, exactly. Um, I like the mashed potato idea. Again, we're going to need a fork. Yes. For that, <laughs> something nice. When they do real silverware, you have to return it at the end. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we definitely recommend um, this sandwich. Go get it um, if you can afford it. <laughs> if you can afford the sixteen bills, like I said, it's uh, it's basically like a beer and a half, pretty much, right? Yeah, I think you'll like two it. beers if you get the grain belts because they're only eight bucks. Yeah, good. The Surleys are ten twenty five. Go get it next time you're at Target Center. And, uh, yeah, let us know what uh, you want to hear us review because we'll probably do one or two more of these um, before the end of the season. Maybe just one more. If you want um, us to come review your restaurant, just yeah, hook, we'll do that too. send us an email. If you want us to review your food product, you can send it to the studio, uh, Wolfscast <laughs> Studio at, you know, we'll give yeah. you the address. Yeah. Just hit us up and we'll DM you the address, you know. That's right. We'll so, get on the taste test crew. Right. You know, hit us up. We, we are... Uh, You're opening a restaurant? Nothing come, if we'll not come shameless. In. We'll yeah, come in preview give you week. that promo. <laughs> Man, you could get that Wolf's cast bump. You're gonna oh. get like an extra fifty people in your restaurant. I mean, <laughs> dozens of people listen to this show. Do we have fifty people listening to this show? <laughs> I know. Raise your da- hand if you're out there. It might be downloaded. <laughs> uh, all right, time to get to our next segment. We are going to give away some awards. Now presenting your weekly Wolfie. Yes, indeed. We're going to give away these Wolfie Awards. They're right here. They're really solid. 
Hear that? That's a board. It's, uh, it's, it's it's weighty. This ain't like Adele's Grammy. It's not going to break in half you in your can't, hand. You can't you know? snap this thing. Nah. <laughs> it costs us so much to ship, you guys. Uh, that's why t- I haven't sent my fantasy baseball trophy to the new champion in the league. Because oh, that trophy is like 20 pounds. That's and cold. He lives in San Francisco. Gosh. Drew, why'd you have to win that? Uh, Wolfies this week. Scott, you want to start us out with uh, who gets your award? Yeah. Shouts to uh, Orlando. The Wolfie Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Shouts to the Orlando <laughs> Magic winning my weekly Wolfie for reminding me it gets worse. I was thinking of this too. It was like, man, I'm glad we're not the Magic fans, you know? Like, yeah. I remember when we had the dumb GM. I remember when we had Con, and it was like everything we did, we'd, every one step forward, we'd take three steps back somehow. We just couldn't get out of our own way. And I feel bad for Orlando fans because they traded Oladipo, Sabonis, <sighs> and another thing. Tobias Harris. No, it was Ursan yeah. uh, uh, Ilasova to OKC yeah, yeah. for Oladipo. Oh, I mean, for sure, Jabaka. And for then they Ibaka. just moved Abaka for a worse draft pick than they gave up in Sabonis and Terrace Ross. Gosh. It's, uh, and they've got like Jeff Green on their team. And, and it's bad just like drafting. And I was listening to the most recent Simmons podcast on the way. That's over what made here, me think he was about talking it with uh, the Magic fan. And it's just like, <laughs> ooh. And like the one part that really pierced me was that he's like, Every coach comes here, and then they're worse. And it's just like, what is Orlando doing to these coaches? And like, that's how I felt like sometimes like, we got Adelman. And we're like, here we go, finally. Got a coach. Got a real Hall of Fame coach. That's the thing that's been missing. And then Adelman couldn't do anything with us. And that's how, you know, Tibbs is a five-year plan. But yes. right now, it's like, Tibbs, here we go. 40 wins this season. Book our playoff <laughs> ticket. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh, Minnesota yeah. gets to another coach. Yes. Yeah. That, so yeah, I've, I've wondered that before. I, like, I heard the pain of a fan who's in I, – I, I identified with that because he was just like, what is it about Orlando that just ruins everything it touches, you know? Yeah, they had Dwight and, and ever since. So uh, Ever since that finals appearance with Dwight, things have been downhill and they haven't even been able to get to the middle of the terrible Eastern Conference. And for a while there, I kind of liked the young talent they had. They well, Like last year before they traded Tobias Harris for nothing, like those players they traded him for are not on the team anymore. And so like when they had like Tobias Harris, Oladipo, Hazonia, you know, Vucevic, Andrew Nicholson, Moharkless. Like, they had a lot of good young guys, and then they just got rid of the wrong ones. And now even, like, Aaron Gordon is, like, the he's like the only good player on that team. And, like, man, Alfred yeah, Payton, Payton is, like, Alfred Payton is, like, Ricky Rubio if Ricky didn't know how to be a good point guard. Ugh. You know, like, Ricky knows, like, this is one of the things I was thinking, too, is, like, Ricky gets out on the court, and he's, like, I'm going to make other people better. I can't know? believe they traded Old Depot. I mean, he's nothing to write. He's not nothing to, he's not to write home about. What was he, pick number two? Yeah, he picked number two he, 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 behind know, uh, Anthony Bennett, I believe. Uh, yeah, right? exactly. I mean, terrible draft, whatever. Like, he, but he was their best guy, I think. Like of all those guys, right? So, like, it seemed weird that, that that was the chip that they decided to cash in. They have destroyed that team, and now they're in for another rebuild without ever like they have to restart the rebuild without ever tasting success, which we know about. We've restarted the rebuild a couple times. Restarted the rebuild after Al Jeff. Restarted the rebuild after Kevin Love without yeah. ever getting in the playoffs. So I feel for you, Orlando, but thank you for making me feel better about myself. All right. Uh, good one, Scott. My uh, weekly Wolfie is Carl Anthony Towns' appearance on the John Calipari podcast. It's called the Calcast. Oh, Calcast! This is, this is why uh, <laughs> uh, Kentucky big men play so hard against each other. 
they want to yeah, get, they on, the get on the CalCast. Have, Scott, have you ever listened to CalCast before? I didn't even know this was a thing. This is amazing. Me either. I did not know about CalCast until um, someone retweeted the fact that Cat was on it. Um, Somebody at Kentucky's like PR department in, in the, like the athletic director's PR department's doing good things, you know. Yeah, CalCast is uh, uh, it's it's not a great show. Okay, let me just say that it, it it's just, nothing like the audio quality and powerless of our uh, Wolves cast. He just got started. I haven't listened to any more, but so, he's had some rad guests: Coach K, Charles Barkley. Uh, he's had Phil Knight from Nike, uh, Dan Patrick, Gio Ariyama, Rick Pitino. He gets awesome. He's had Drake. I would love uh, that that uh, Coach K interview. It's like Coach K. <laughs> do you think it's weird? Do you ever get confused with Coach Cal, Coach K, Coach, Coach Cal, K, Cal, Kentucky Cal. Duke? I'm Coach C. You're sometimes Coach K. I get confused because I don't care about college football. Okay, so the show basketball. his show is fine. It's whatever. One thing I don't like about the show is that it's half hour long and he stops four times to read an ad. Come on, come on, man! Come on, those four- ad impressions—that's crazy. And guys, here's our next sponsor <laughs> yeah, this week. Well, this sponsor number two. Today's show is sponsored by FedEx. We got a special second one. FedEx—it delivers you the goods. <laughs> Where's your goods, FedEx? Uh, we but, have a hidden star in our logo. But what's good about this show and why you should listen to it is Carl. You've never heard Carl Anthony Towns like this before. Okay, you've heard Carl Anthony Towns interviews. He's very entertaining and very well spoken. He's like the Derek Jeter of the NBA. He gives the fakest like. Both teams played hard. We're going to work hard. Uh, tip our cap to the other team. Yeah, but he's not boring, right? He's a, he's a good interview. He he's a, he can be boring. And I then think, every once in a while, he's put some respect on my name. Remember that. I I get what you mean with cat. Uh, Britt Robson calls Easy him to te- please. teacher's pet. Yeah. I love that. I love that. He really pet. is. But in Cal on this Calcast here with Calipari, he is giddy. He is a child with 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 Calipari. Something about Calipari. They have such an interesting. Father son kind of rapport. They're pals. Cat loves him and is laughing and giggling the whole time. It's a side of Cat I've never I've never seen before, and it really makes you think like the differences between Kalapari and Thibodeau. Um, and maybe it's like a pro versus like an amateur thing, right? right. Like where Cat maybe considered himself like not quite a man when he was at K- Kentucky, and now he's taking it seriously into the pro game. But I don't know. It was it's just a really different side of Cat. Is very silly in this. I feel like you know you're one and done, especially Coach Cal is the one and done factory. He's yeah. made it his mo to a great success. I'm not even sure. ragging on him because I don't think you should have to go to college at all to play professional yeah. basketball. Like yeah. where does that go in? Like yeah. why do you need one year of having people take your he, test? He's gaming so a system get... that deserves to be gamed. Exactly. <laughs> Screw the NCAA. Oh my God, they don't pay any of their athletes. They don't give a. Oh, that's, yeah. a that's a mess. Listen, that's a different thing. Yeah. But I will say that. Uh, you know, with the one and done nature of it, he's more of like your cool camp counselor or something. Yeah. Like he's your tour guide <laughs> on your uh, study abroad trip. It's you like, know, hey, I'm gonna help you get to the NBA. Yeah, I'm gonna show you the cool stuff, and yeah. we can we can drink at this London pub together because <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not your teacher. I'm more of your friend on this excursion. You know, London and uh, so that's the, that's the difference. You get to the NBA, and it's your new boss. You know, yeah, that's, that's the right. boss, and that's you're right. an employee. You're earning money. You're not an employee. Remember, you're never an employee no, in the NCAA. No, 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 you're an amateur. You're, you're an athlete. You're an amateur you're status athlete, and so like. It's a whole different thing. Now you got more of a boss-employee relationship in the NBA, whereas in college, especially with the way they were rolling, like they they never had like a hard practice. Or, like they probably practiced hard, but they never had like probably like well, uh, they never lost until the end. And yeah. so it's not like they ever Whatever had like game. a loss where he's like losing his stuff in the <laughs> locker room afterwards. Yeah. Or you know, there's no dark times for them until the end. True, true. Uh, so yeah, go check out Cowcast and um, enjoy it. Yeah, it was from last week. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns it's called the 2016 NBA Rookie of the Year talks about his work ethic. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Check that out. That's Wolfies for us this week. Time to play a. Game. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Time. Uh-huh. It's that fun time. What are we doing? What are we doing this week? That's why we're such the, we're the wacky podcast. We're the wow, podcast yeah. that you want to tell your friends about. Check it out. You not like basketball? You might like our podcast anyways. All right, yo. We're doing over-unders. Oh, over-under. All right. The concept where I give you a number, and you're going to tell me if you think the answer is over that number or under that number. Okay. 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 I get it. I know you're not very good at this because you predicted over our win total that uh, <laughs> we're not going to reach, you know? So hopefully you can do better with these, Neil. Okay. All right, Neil. Question number one. The Wolves hold the NBA record for attendance in a single season. Did they average more or less than 30,000 fans a night? I'm going to say over. Oh. Oh. This is weird. How many? Uh, They averaged 26,160 a night. Oh. Um, So I did did a little digging on this. So they had a couple really big games. Yeah. The Bulls games, the Jordan games. Their final regular season game had 49,000 people in it. Wow. Which is not... It is a number like... Teams don't get up near this anymore because the arenas are different now. They're that's built a football smaller. Game. That's to, a football yeah, game. That's what I'm saying. And, I mean, it was in the Metrodome. Yes. So, like, no one really has challenged a record of, uh, except one team. And, yeah, because uh, they had over a million fans. They had over a million fans that season. Only one other team has ever gone over a million. It's the uh, 87-88 Detroit Pistons. And their numbers are weird because I like, checked all these official sites, and in total attendance... The Pistons actually have more than the Wolves had, mm. but if you take their per, like attendance per game averages and multiply them out, the numbers don't match up with the total. So the Wolves still have the record apparently, and I did the math like we average more fans per game. So I think the math it's really weird. Yeah. There's some official stat databases that don't add up. You right fool now. me on that one. Um, okay, next one, y'all. Kevin Garnett has made more money than any other player in NBA history. Wow. Over under, did he make three hundred million dollars in his twenty seasons? I'm gonna say over, over three hundred million. Yes, three hundred twenty-seven million dollars. Just barely. Could have made eight more million if he came back this year, but uh, yeah, to retire. Yeah, get that buyout. Did he get, get that money? buyout? Instead. Did he get buyout? I think he got part of it. We're not paying him, are we? I think he got part of it. Okay, yeah. well, good for KG. Yeah. Put that, that TNT money. Yeah, hopefully he can. <laughs> maybe he can buy the team. Yeah. In fact, speaking of buying the team, Neil. Oh, oh, oh. Forbes came out with the new team valuations today. Oh, I didn't how much see each it. franchise is worth? Yes, estimated. Timberwolves 29th out of 30 teams oh. in franchise value. Only the Pelicans have a lower franchise value than us. Interesting. The question for you, Neil, is: Are the Wolves worth more or less than 650 million dollars? I would think every team is worth more than that, but. I haven't had an under yet. I haven't guessed an under yet. I'm going to go under. Under. Oh, I just fooled myself. Right. KG couldn't even buy the Wolves if he had twice as much that he made in his career. Uh. He needed another 20 years in the NBA. Wolves are worth $770 million. Yeah. The Knicks are it. worth like $3.3 billion. Billion. Crazy. Yeah. Um, wow. Some okay. stats that go with that as well. Uh, it's a 7% increase over last year for the Wolves. Nice. Uh, we made the revenue last year is 154 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Our operating income, we made a tidy 25.9 million dollar profit. So don't let <laughs> Papa Glenn tell you he can't afford this shit. He just turned that around and bought you know, the you know how much money the Cavs made last year? <laughs> they lost money. They lost 40 million dollars <laughs> last year. I did see that there were three teams that lost money last year, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like sometimes you gotta spend money, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah. That's uh, once we max that out. Once we, yeah, once we max out some of these guys, Britt was talking in his article about if we max out Levine, Oof. Wiggins, and Towns, that's like seventy-six million dollars tied up for, for three, three players. players. Oof. So we're gonna get be touching that luxury tax soon. We're gonna yeah. see uh, Papa Glenn's pockets open up. Mm. All right, yeah. Next one. 
the most points per game for any Timberwolves player in a single season. Over or under 28. Wow, it's got to be KG. Um, Did you do 28, though? Um, I'll go... I'll go under for that one. Under, under. Okay, what was it? 28's really high. Yeah. Um, you were right. Some KD stuff. But it wasn't Kevin Love. I mean, oh, it wasn't it was Kevin Love. Garnett. It was okay. Love. Love has the top two seasons. Wow. Uh, Love uh, had 26.1 points one season, mm. and then like 26 another season. I think oh, KG's, I KG's, KG's most was here. like 24.8 or something. Okay, so. yeah. Not quite. I knew that. I was surprised. Yeah, I should have asked the question of was it Garnett or Love, you know. But, yeah. Uh, Scoring league-wise, probably lower. Yeah. Mm. Last one. And also, KG not, didn't shoot threes, you know? Yeah. He's too busy helping his team. <laughs> um, last busy question. playing no. defense. Last over-under, okay? <laughs> yep. Se- Timberwolves seasons with a 500 record or better. Over and under, 10. Oh, this one's good. This one's good. So there's been like, what, 27 seasons? This so? is year 28. So 27 in the books. Uh, over, under, 10 winning records. Or I, 500 records. Uh, sorry. Over 500. You can be at 500 or over. Okay, I'm going Just to... Just basically a non-losing one. I'll say I'll say it's under. It's under under that. Okay. <laughs> By how many? Uh, <laughs> Timberwolves have eight uh, winning seasons, and they were consecutive. It was from 96-97 to 04-05. Nothing before, nothing after. And the strike-shortened season in there, we were at 500 at the time. The glory years. The glory years. The glory years. The, the 90s. KG. Oh, man. The 90s. We'll get back there, man. The 90s and early aughts. I promise you guys, all my podcast listeners right now, when we have an over 500 season again, we're going to throw a big old party. We're going to throw a big old party. It's going to be great. It's going to be a celebration. You're going to love it. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to be huge. <laughs> tremendous. You got you to come see it. You know, It's going to be the best party. We'll have all the best people. It'll be very, very good. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the game. That was a good one. I hope you played along at home. That's a fun one. Hopefully uh, you didn't. Well, actually, Neil did all right. Yeah, I did okay. Well, you get three of five or two of four, something like that. What's the over-under on what you think you got? <laughs> three and a half? Is two and a half? Over-under yeah. 50%. Two and a half. All right. Uh, yes, that does it for the show this week, everybody. We are... Um, Happy you're listening to us. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for continuing to listen to Wolves Cast. We appreciate every single one of you. Like we said, there are so many Timberwolves podcasts out there. You could listen to a lot of them. You're listening to us. Thank you. That's cool. I want to give a shout out to the trivia crew because this week, for the first time ever, the podcast point was the deciding point between first and second place. They drew the basketball. They drew that basketball up by their team. I gave them that extra point because they listened to the podcast. Serves them right. They deserve it. And they would have lost without it. So, uh, shout out to all my trivia team. What's the team that won? The one that won this week was. The best fans. Well, the the two that are non-family members who do it are okay. Dat Boys Dat Boys. and uh, Lutheran Volleyball Club. Okay. And then my uh, my wife's team. Yes. They always do it because of John Beerling, who actually listens. Yeah. My wife doesn't get to the end of the podcast. Shouts to John. Shouts to John. And uh, they changed their team name every week. I forgot what they did this week. So <laughs> Nice. Um, um, so yeah. thanks for coming to that, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing this with people. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, sharing's caring, and you care about us when you share about us. Totally. We uh, will be seeing you next week um, for a show and uh, throughout the rest of the season. He just confirmed it. Next week we're having a, we- a podcast. We're doing something. Week. We're not taking an off week like last year. We already know how much you all hated that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be weird. We're going to talk about Carlton Hay Town scoring 50 in the Rising Stars game. It's going to be cool. <laughs> they gave him a bigger trophy than normal. He, he destroyed Chris Stapps on a dunk. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll catch you next week.
Do you hear that voice ringing in your head, that bark when you go home? All the time. And then I heard it, um, I watched the game um, the other night against Chicago. I heard him the whole time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Get up! <laughs> well, that's just who he is, you know. <laughs>